Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. This is this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls and call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, isn't that the truth? It truly does not matter who the host is. Today is what day is it today? Today is January the 11th of 2021. But I something tells me that you already knew this. Of course you did. Anyways, how are you doing today? How was your glorious weekend? And of course, I have a keyboard that fell the moment that I started the show because what? how other way would we do this than any other way, shape, or form? So there you go. Today is day number 11th of the year, only 354 days left to go. So hopefully you had a fantastic weekend. Everything was great and in and out and about as you did go through the cycle of events. So anything exciting planned for this weekend or this week, better saying, as we do move forward? I know that a lot of stuff is going inside of the multiverse at this particular time. Anyways, we are broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida. Yeah, you know that place where the the house of the mouse, as they call it. And we are broadcasting live here from the Safety FM studios, as I already did say. So just in case you did not know. But uh, besides that we're actually broadcasting there, we are also multicasting, multicasting across Radio Big. So there you go. That is exactly what is going on inside of the of the of the universe itself. So there you go. Anyways, a lot of things going on. First thing this morning, as we do tend to get moving and grooving. So let's talk about the things that were going on first thing as the hashtags did hit and come about over the weekend. So anyways, let's take it from the very, 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 very top. So starting off from the trends of what was exactly going on, my new hobby for 2021 was one of the top trends that we could actually see. And this was trending on Twitter on Saturday as users tw- tweeted out about ideas for new for their new year. Examples were eat more, drink more, buy bigger clothes, discovering new shows to binge, wear pants less, perfecting the nap, and pretending the 2020 never happened. I guess that's um, some things to do. Um, also, some things that were actually hitting the hashtags over the weekend were goodbye Twitter was trending. After social media site banned President Trump, while the hashtag has started by his supporters announcing their exit, many anti-Trumpers used it to mock 
and mimic the moment. Marvel fans showed their support, and the animated The Spectacular Spider-Man with the hashtag Save the Spectacular Spider-Man. Many attached the hashtag to tweets directed towards at Disney and at Sony Pictures, asking them to bring back the show The Spectacular Spider-Man that ran from 2008 till 2009. After Hours after banning President Trump from his tweets, maybe perceived Twitter allowed Hashtag hang Mike Pence to circulate. The line originated during the unrest at the, the, the Capitol last week with rioters chanting Pence execution as they went on a rampage in the building outside of the makeshift noose was erected and allegedly for the VP. Oh, wow. What, what, what a cluster of events exactly going on last week as we already know going on. So anyways, let's get you started. Really, I'm glad she's having trouble hearing me. Um, So let's get you started with some feature story news, because I think that that's always going to be important when the pros come in and talk about what they have to say. Here is the news on the Rising Bar Safety Show. Feature story news in London. I'm Ollie Barrett. Nancy Pelosi, the Democrat Speaker of the House of Representatives, says impeachment proceedings against President Trump will begin later in connection with last Wednesday's deadly rampage incited by the president on Capitol Hill. The move puts President Trump at risk of becoming the first president ever to have been impeached twice. Simon Marks reports from Washington. Nancy Pelosi says the House of Representatives will first pass a resolution urging Vice President Mike Pence to oust President Trump from power by invoking the 25th Amendment. But with the Vice President unwilling to do that, the Democrats say they will immediately begin impeachment proceedings, accusing the President of insurrection for inciting the riots that left six dead. The President may not go on trial in the Senate until after he's left office, but he will make history if he's impeached for a second time. The Indonesian Navy's released footage of divers searching the wreckage of the plane which crashed into the sea on Saturday. They're still looking for the Boeing 737's black box after the jet came down with 62 people on board. Seven mass vaccination centres are opening in the UK today. Around 2 million people have already received a jab, but the government's target is to vaccinate 15 million in the top priority groups by the middle of next month. Hundreds more smaller vaccination sites are also due to open later this week. The minister in charge of the vaccine rollout, Nadim Zahawi, says the pace is picking up. We are running at about 200,000 jabs uh, in arms a day and rising. And so we're already at 1,000 sites that are vaccinating. That will rise to 1,200 and more. I'm confident if we continue to focus all of our efforts on this, and GPs, nurses, volunteers, uh, we'll get to that mid-February when we can protect those top four categories are the most vulnerable. We've already, by the way, vaccinated one third of the over 80-year-olds. This is now you know, an acceleration of that program. Everyone is working seven days a week. The warehouses are working seven days a week. The vaccination centres will be open seven days a week. Hundreds of birds have been found dead in at least eight Indian states and the government's now confirming an avian influenza or a bird flu outbreak in India's capital. As Nihapunia reports, one of Asia's largest meat markets has been shut down. Officials say the flu has been found in ducks, crows, hens and wild geese. Tens of thousands of birds have been culled so far. Water bodies, live bird markets, zoos and poultry farms have been shut down in some of the affected states. Delhi has no confirmed bird flu cases so far, but the city is recording 70 birds that were found dead. The capital has now enforced a complete ban on the import of live birds. And as a precaution, one of Asia's largest meat wholesale markets in the city has been shut down for 10 days. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Hamilton was adopted from a rescue in 2008. He really likes to be around people. I get out my mat and I'm doing a downward dog and he's underneath. He's quite the pug about town. He gets invited to a lot of parties. He knows he's a pretty big deal. Look at this little face. I mean, you know, I love him. Hamilton the Pug, Instagram story. Well, that's always interesting when there's such a huge delay that nothing's going on. Anyways, uh, so good times there for sure. Uh, So let's continue talking about what is going on inside of the world of the multiverse, because the multiverse will always plays a huge factor to what exactly we have going on, because there's no ands, ifs, and buts about it. Hopefully. 
that's the way that we have to definitely take a look at it. What did you just say? Hamilton was adopted from a rescue in 2008. He really likes to be around people. I get out my mat and I'm doing a downward dog and he's underneath. He's quite the pug about town. He gets invited to a lot of parties. He knows he's a pretty big deal. Look at this little face. I do not love him. Hamilton the Pug, Instagram star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off. You do so much to keep your child safe. But are you using the right car seat for your child? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. So you see, son, good manners are important. Should I go through it again? Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Exactly. Always say please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open, don't speak with your mouth full, keep your elbows off the table. Share your things, play nice, and generally treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it? Got it. And stop picking your nose. Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But two minutes twice a day, making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to Real Safety Talk on Safety FM. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. So there you go. A lot of stuff going on inside of the world of the news and the world of the news and the news of the world. And that is for sure as we do continue talking about it. And yes, to answer your question, apparently that was a mess up. So there you go. A lot of stuff going on as we do talk today inside of the multiverse the multiverse is that is known as Safety FM and Radio Big. So anyways, a lot of stuff going on. So let's start talking about our aspect, what we talk about all the time, and that is the world of the news. So let's start talking about it. Nearly 4 million Americans are now considered long-term unemployed, up from 2.4 million in September. Those folks who have not been out of, those are the folks who have been out of work for more than six months, account for 37% of joblessness. Once the unemployed hit the grim milestone, it is often harder to re-enter the workforce, slowing the nation's economic recovery even more. According to William Springs, an economic professor at Howard, Howard University. So what do you think right now? I mean, I will tell you, I have people that I know, people that I actually used to interact with quite a bit that are still looking for employment. They're out and about and a lot of things going on inside of their world in regards of not being able to find anything. And it could, I mean, it has a lot to do with a lot of different things. It can do anything with where they're located inside of the, of the universe of ours, of course. And of course, where, what kind of their skill sets are, because keep in mind that if you had a job that was manual labor doing the transfer over to now doing it in person, it becomes slightly a little bit more difficult or not in person, better saying digitally, it becomes slightly different to be able to do so. So as you take a listen to that, what comes to mind right away? That's the first part. So think about that as we do move forward, because there's a lot of stuff that comes about. So what can we do to assist people? That's the other question about the whole thing. Becomes Because it becomes very strange when you start hearing the people are out there. I mean, 4 million And I know that there's all kinds of numbers that hit the unemployment market um, week after week that we discussed that are the first jobless claims. And, of course, one can argue both sides of the coin. But if you know of jobs that are being promoted or that are being advertised and you currently are not looking, meaning you, would it be possible, possible for you to post it on your social media? I'm asking that as a favor just where other people can see what's going on. 
Now, I will tell you, there are some people that are out there that do that religiously. They're actually constantly posting about new jobs that are available to be able to help out others. So if you do get a chance, please do so. I think that a lot of people would appreciate exactly what you can do to be able to help out because it is crucial at this particular time on everything that is going on inside of the world. Anyways, let's continue talking. Burger King is changing up its look after 20 years in a massive rebrand. The burger joint is returning to its classic logo to emphasize the Whopper. So there you go. According to Business Insiders, the new look look has been implemented inside of the restaurants in Miami and will eventually be rolled out to the rest of the chain. Some customers may have to wait a while to check out the new look as the king has plans to prolonged integration over the next few years. So there you go. It's kind of funny that this comes up because I will tell you, number one, I don't normally go to a lot of fast food joints for burgers. I'm just going to be honest with you. The one that I liked, the area that I'm located in, closed down, which is called Freddy's. Yeah, I'll I'll throw that out there. I'm based out of San Antonio. But Burger King is not my default joint to ever go to, and it never has been. Unless when I was living in Puerto Rico, because that was a different story, because that was the only option available. I guess that was the default back then. But what makes it pretty interesting is the conversation that I was having with with the person that I was talking to was how Burger King always references McDonald's in their commercials. It's kind of interesting on how that works, because when you're good at something, you don't have to mention the other. Like, you'd really never hear McDonald's talk about Burger King. Like, ever. Like, ever, ever. Like, they don't mention them at all. And I guess that happens when you're the cream of the crop. If you look at burger joints as being the cream of the crop. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. You are listening to something magical. (laughs) You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so there are no cases of highly contagious new strain of COVID in the U.S. According to the CDC's officials say that the New York Times reports that a new highly contagious mutation in the states were based on speculation comments by Deborah, 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 Bricks, but not accurate. Good morning, Brent. How are you, sir? Yes, I love I love me some Freddy's. I have to be honest with you. Um, the California style burger, limited onion, but I love the place. There was one right next to where I lived. Um, it closed down. Then there was another one not so far down the road. It just recently closed down. So now there's only one left. And it's about 30 miles. So, I mean, that's really a commitment for a burger. Anyways, let's continue. Officials told the New York Times the reports are highly contagious mutation in the states were based on speculation comments made by Dr. Deborah Burks, but not are not accurate. The UK variant that has led the surge in the cases has been found in multiple states, but the CDC estimates that its accounts are less than eh, 0.5% accurate of the cases in the in the county so far. A second variant has been in the U.S. for about three months now and also accounts for about fewer than 0.5% of cases, officials said, according to the Times. So there you go. A lot of interesting stuff going on with the cases that are being seen. What are you seeing in your particular area? Because a lot of stuff is going on. Now, I will tell you, and I'm not sure if it's further down inside of the news stories, but the U.K. announced that they were going from level four, all or not the U.K., the new New Zealand announced that they were going from level four all the way down to level one from what they were doing because they were seeing no new cases. And this was announced over the weekend. So if you had the opportunity to take a look at that. So what are you seeing in your neck of the woods? I always think that that's kind of important for us to be able to have some of these portions of the conversation opposed to it just being me talking all the time. You know, you can tell me it doesn't hurt my feelings. We can interact from time to time. He's a man. <laughs> awesome, funny, random. Doesn't make any sense, but it's good. Jay Allen in the morning on radio. Okay, divers in Indonesia located parts of a wreckage of a Boeing 737-500 deep in the Java Sea. Not to be confused with the software. A day after the aircraft with 62 people on board crashed shortly after the takeoff, the team of divers had good visibility in the water, good and clear, according to Air Chief Marshal, and I'm going to butcher his name, Hadi Tajacho Janto. 
Yeah, you heard me correctly. Uh, earlier in the day, rescuers pulled out body parts, pieces of clothing, and scraps of metal from the surface, according to the Air Chief Marshal. Fishermen in the area reported seeing a big splash from the water and hearing what they thought was a bomb or a tsunami. It is unclear what has caused the the actual portion of the crash, so there will be some investigations going on as this actually does come about. The interesting portion as we talk about these, of course, we are saddened for the loss of the 62 deaths that did occur during the plane crash, but also at the same time, too, as you and I know, as we talk about incidents and accidents and all that kind of stuff as we do here on the show, we have to also discover some of the different things that are going on inside of the world when we start doing accident investigation. What do you think it will actually be deemed? Anyway, so let's continue talking. I want to bring you a new feature into the show and tell me what you think about it, and then you can make a determination if we'll continue forward with it. Take a listen right now. Time now for the Motivation Minute, brought to you by BetterCreditCards.com. Do you have a credit card? Is it a pretty good one? Here's how you can tell. Take the details of your current card and compare them for free at BetterCreditCards.com. That's BetterCreditCards.com. Henry Ford said the whole secret of a successful life is to find out what is one's destiny to do and then do it. Now, you may not agree with everything all Henry said or did, but this quote is brilliant. If you want to be more successful in life, find out what makes you happy and then spend more time doing that. I know it sounds way too simple, but it works. I love what I get to do every day, and I'm usually pretty darn happy. So if you measure success with happiness, I'm already there. And you can be too. Find something that makes you happy and then find a way to do that more often. With today's Motivation Minute, I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. You can find more at motivationminute.org. Safety show. So what do you think? There you go. Motivation Minute brought to you exclusively on the Rated R Safety Show and, of course, RadioBig.com or .fm and, of course, Safety FM. So what do you think? Motivation Minute. I know we've been talking about having some kind of motivation for a minute, so I figured we would go look. Uh, so there you go. What do you think? If you like it, we'll continue down the path with it. We'll do that on a daily basis, just so you can come out and do some different things and be feel motivated, because I know that I'm not quite the inspirational speaker. <laughs> so let's continue. Lisa Montgomery is set to be the sixth female federal inmate executed in the U.S., according to U.S. history, tomorrow. Montgomery was sentenced to death after being found guilty of murdering a pr- pregnant Bobby Joe Stinnett. While visiting her back in 2004 to talk about her purchasing of a puppy. Once inside the home, Montgomery strangled Stinnett and then used a kitchen knife to cut out the eight-month-old fetus. She took the baby and claimed it was hers. Montgomery was arrested the following day, and the premature baby was reunited with his father. Her defense team had appealed to President Trump to grant her clemency and commute her sentence to life to, to life imprisonment. So what do you think? What do you think about that? Does she deserve clemency? I mean, that is really, that's a screwed up thing, dude. Let's just be realistic. You kill somebody, then you cut the baby out of them? That's like hardcore. I mean, there's no other way to put that. God, that's sickening. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so you know that we have to talk about Florida, Florida, Florida from time to time. So let's do that right now. A couple of kids in Florida are being credited with saving the life of an injured bald eagle who was found wrapped in a finish in a finishing line with fish hooks piercing through its beak pasco county fire and rescue shared the story on its facebook after the two kids brought the injured bird to the station looking for help and seeing if the bird seeing the bird's poor conditions firefighters reach out to the owl's nest sanctuary for assistance a volunteer arrived to determine the severity of the dehydrated eagle and likely had been tangled in the fishing line for days she was transported the bird back to the sanctuary where the hook was removed once stable the eagle was transferred to an animal care center in tampa bay isn't it just called tampa i used to be obsessed that it was called tampa bay like, before I moved to Tampa, because that was the first town I moved to in Florida, I used to call it Tampa Bay. 
And then I got there and I was like, this is not Tampa Bay. This is this freaking Tampa. There's not a lot of Bay unless you move towards like St. Pete. Anyways, I just went off on a tangent. For further treatment, the hope is that all will be recovered, will be released into the wild hopefully relatively soon. Anyways, let's continue. A federal investigator has opened uh, opened to look into the death of Ashiri Babbitt, a 35-year-old who was shot and killed at the Capitol riot. Babbitt, the Air Force veteran who lived in Southern California, flew to D.C. for the Trump rally. She was allegedly shot by an officer as she tried to enter the legislative building through the broken window. A homicide investigation into the death of the Capitol Police Officer Brian Sitnik, who died due to injuries sustained of physical engaging with protesters, has also been opened. The Metropolitan Police Department are also investigating that death. Three others died due to medical emergencies at the protest. A lot of stuff happened on January the 6th. As you already know, I'm not going to tell you something that you don't know. That's for sure. Kyle Rittenhouse was spotted in Wisconsin bar last weekend wearing a shirt that said, Free as fuck. The teenager who is free on a $2 million bond while he awaits trial on murder charges for killing two protesters and wounding another was photographed alongside his parents at a bar in Mount Pleasant, according to TMZ reports. One of the photos showed the accused murderer, who's only 18 years old, so let's make sure we point that out, clutching a bottle of beer while legal drinking age in Wisconsin is 21. The state allowed underage people to indulge if they are accompanied by an adult. Really? Holy crap, I did not know that. So if you're with an adult and you're under you're underage, you can drink? Okay, I will tell you, if that was the case when I was younger, and I would have known that, I would have been dating some older women in Wisconsin. <laughs> I'm just saying, hey, I mean, just an idea. Duh. Okay, so let's continue talking real quick. Roku has officially officially picked up the majority of Queeby multi-million dollar library of original short form programming on Friday Roku announced that they acquired the exclusive global rights to 75 shows from the failed startup giving a new life to its star-studded library the show will be available this year on Roku channels which is a free for Roku customers the terms of the deal were not disclosed so here's the thing if you remember Quibi it was recorded in portrait mode not in landscape mode. So how do you think that Roku's going to do that? Because, I mean, you and I probably have a 16 by 9 television, or at least most of our displays. So, I mean, that's going to be kind of a monster to reconfigure if they have to fix every show. I mean, that could be a long-term thing in regards to getting that fixed. I mean, but that's what I'm thinking. What are you thinking? A lot of weird stuff there. That's for sure. Anyways, let's continue talking real quick. Three people were killed and five were injured. Did you just you just called me a nerd? You just called me a nerd. Thanks, Mr. Primus. Uh, three people were killed and five people were injured during a shooting spree in Chicago over the weekend. The rampage started Saturday afternoon when a woman was fatally shot and another seriously hurt in the city of Kenwood. A University of Chicago student was then shot and killed in a parking lot nearby. Officers confronted the gunman that ran into an IHOP. Once inside, he took a woman hostage who was then sh- then who was fatally shot trying to flee. The gunman exchanged gunfire with officers. He died of gunshot wounds sustained in the shootout. A motive behind the whole thing is still unclear. Still unclear. I don't know what to tell you. We talk about this all the time, about what is going on there. And I just don't know what to say when we get to something like this. So think about it in that fashion. And I guess we will continue on right now on the Rated R Safety Show. We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's start talking about a lot of things going on inside of the world and in the multiverse. And let's get you into what I call our main, 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 main story. 
Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so as we do this one today, it's going to be slightly different, that is for sure. So I'm going to tell you a lot of stuff going on, a lot of stuff being said. And today we are going to hear some messaging, not by yours truly, but we're going to hear some messaging by some other peeps because I think that that would probably be the right thing to do. So over the weekend, the governator, the governator released a message I would like to share it with you, and believe me, there is no party affiliation with anything that I show you. I just show you the information for we can actually start having a conversation. So take a look here, and we will go from there and start talking right away so you can see what exactly is going on. As an immigrant to this country, I would like to say a few words to my fellow Americans to our friends around the world about the events of recent days. Now, I grew up in Austria. I'm very aware of Kristallnacht, or the Night of Broken Glass. It was a night of rampage against the Jews carried out in 1938 at the Nazi equivalent of the Proud Boys. Wednesday was the Day of Broken Glass right here in the United States. The broken glass was in the windows of the United States Capitol. But the mob did not just shatter the windows of the Capitol. They shattered the ideals we took for granted. They did not just break down the doors of the building that housed the American democracy. They trampled the very principles on which our country was founded. Now, I grew up in the ruins of a country that suffered the loss of its democracy. I was born in 1947, two years after the Second World War. Growing up, I was surrounded by broken men drinking away their guilt over their participation in the most evil regime in history. Not all of them were rabid anti-Semites or Nazis. Many just went along, step by step, down the road. They were the people next door. Now, I've never shared this so publicly because it is a painful memory. But my father would come home drunk once or twice a week, and he would scream and hit us and scare my mother. I did not hold him totally responsible because our neighbor was doing the same thing to his family, and so was the next neighbor over. I heard it with my own ears and saw it with my own eyes. They were in physical pain from the shrapnel in their bodies and in emotional pain from what they saw or did. It all started with lies and lies and lies and intolerance. So being from Europe, I've seen firsthand how things can spin out of control. I know there is a fear in this country and all over the world that something like this could happen right here. Now, I do not believe it is, but I do believe that we must be aware of the dire consequences of selfishness and cynicism. President Trump sought to overturn the results of an election and of a fair election. He sought a coup by misleading people with lies. My father and our neighbors were misled also with lies, and I know where such lies lead. President Trump is a failed leader. He will go down in history as the worst president ever. The good thing is that he soon will be as irrelevant as an old tweet. But what are we to make of those elected officials who have enabled his lies and his treachery. I will remind them of what Teddy Roosevelt said. Patriotism means to stand by the country. It does not mean to stand by the president. Now John F. Kennedy wrote a book called Profiles in Courage. A number of members of my own party, because of their own spinelessness, would never see their names in such a book, I guarantee you. They are complicit with those who carried the flag of self-righteous insurrection into the capital. But it did not work. Our democracy held firm. Within hours, the Senate and the House of Representatives were doing the people's business and certifying the election of President-elect Biden. What a great display of democracy. Now, I grew up Catholic. I went to church, to Catholic school, I learned the Bible and my catechism and all of this. And from those days, I remember a phrase that is relevant today. 
a servant's heart. It means serving something larger than yourself. See, what we need right now from our elected representatives is a public servant's heart. We need public servants that serve something larger than their own power or their own party. We need public servants who will serve higher ideals. The ideals in which this country was founded, the ideals that other countries took up to. Now, over the past few days, friends from all over the world have been calling and calling and calling me, calling me in distraught and worried about us as a nation. One woman was in tears about America, wonderful tears of idealism about what America should be. Those tears should remind us of what America means to the world. Now I've told everyone who has called that as heartbreaking as all of this is, America will come back from these dark days and shine our lights once again. Now you see this sword? This is the Conan sword. Now here's the thing about swords. The more you temper a sword, the stronger it becomes. The more you pound it with a hammer and then heat it in the fire and then thrust it into the cold water and then pound it again and plunge it into the fire and into the water, the more often you do that, the stronger it becomes. I'm not telling you all this because I wanted to become an expert sword maker, but our democracy is like the steel of this sword. The more it is tempered, the stronger it becomes. Our democracy has been tempered by wars, injustices, and insurrections. I believe, as shaken as we are by the events of recent days, we will come out stronger because we now understand what can be lost. We need reforms, of course, so that this never ever happens again. We need to hold accountable the people that brought us to this unforgivable point. And we need to look past ourselves, our parties and disagreements and put our democracy first. And we need to heal together from the drama of what has just happened. We need to heal, not as Republicans or as Democrats, but as Americans. Now to begin this process, no matter what your political affiliation is, I ask you to join me in saying to President-elect Biden, President-elect Biden, we wish you great success as our president. If you succeed, our nation succeeds. We support you with all our hearts as you seek to bring us together. And to those who think they can overturn the United States Constitution know this, you will never win. President-elect Biden, we stand with you today, tomorrow, and forever in defense of our democracy from those who would threaten it. May God bless all of you, and may God bless America. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. I'm a trial lawyer. I'm not part of your family, and I don't do skits with my mom. I'm a real lawyer, a damn good lawyer, the best lawyer this state has to offer. And I've built a reputation for standing up for the people of this country, righting the wrongs. You may not agree with all of my views, but when it comes to trying cases, there's only one view, justice. And justice is what I get. Fiker Law. That's why we're unstoppable. Always comes first, name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole or you have to start all over. Socks going first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops, the rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and you left with bunny ears. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. 
two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable, but how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. We are live outside the home of Joe and Rosie Goddard, where a pretty big tickle fight broke out just minutes ago. Sources say their father instigated the laughter. Let's go inside for a comment. (laughs) Apparently, they have no comment. Dads, let this be a reminder that it only takes a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. Look for FAST. F, face drooping. A, arm weakness. S, speech difficulty. T, time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. tell you my screen seems like it's obsessed today that's for sure anyways this is the way that's way way back by lively and megan wolford yeah wolford not no joke there yeah a little bit more you know tranquility as, as you may here <laughs> on the rated r safety show anyway so what do you think i mean i know some people are not gonna love that but that's okay because here's the thing I kind of try to give equal rights to whatever is going on. We talk about the Republican Party. We talk about the Democratic Party. We talk about what's going on inside of the world. That is just information that got released over the weekend. Take it for what it is. I wanted to make sure that you got to see it for you and I to have the conversation going forward. So just something to think about, and we can move forward with what's going on inside of the world of the news. Anyways, dream on. Let's talk about it that way. Uh, for many for many of their New Year's resolution results in a lot earlier mornings, getting up before dawn to get the run in or pack the day carefully with proportion lunch. But in a new development and the science of sleep suggests that grabbing a little bit more Z's might that time might be one of the most important tools to have for cutting back on uh, by cutting back on calories intake. Welcome to the sleep diet. This is no joke. One study found that the test subjects who got more sleep reducing their daily sugar intake by over nine grams per day. When we sleep, we regulate hormones that control our appetite and satiety. <laughs> Uh, what means that when you get a good night's sleep, those hormones are enabled, uh, but you make good decisions around food. Sleep or lack of sleep also affects your stress levels the next day, which can also lead to poor food choices. Huh, that explains a lot. That's another reason why now more than ever, experts are recommending no matter how much you ex- how much exercising you do, that you do that you you really like to trim some fat. One of the best resolutions at this year that you could do is should take up the time to make the effort to get enough sleep. That's the sleep diet. Like, hold on. Before I continue with this, I have a hard time sleeping. It's not like I choose to go, ah, I'm just not going to sleep because I don't want to. What the hell is that? I mean, I don't think that's what it is. So do they mean enough, enough, or before I have kids, or a job. I mean, I'm just trying. To, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to figure it out, figuring that out because I'm not. I'm not sure here. I'm definitely not sure. Uh, so let's continue. So how is it that many teens can wake up 
from 12-hour weekend um, hibernation than devour a double chocolate chip waffle with whipped cream and an entire bottle of syrup and then go back to sleep. I mean, explain that one to me. I need to have some science behind this diet. I've been on a diet from sleep since I started uh, this job. That's for sure, since I started this job. Anyways, let's continue talking real quick. Nice problem to have. Tesla Inc. chief Elon Musk, who has just surpassed Amazon's Jeff Bezos to become the world's richest estimate, richest person, is looking to, for a good idea on how he can give his fortune away. Yeah, I need to give my fortune away. As of Friday, Musk's fortune was estimated to be about $208 billion, so it even went up since we last spoke about it. He is one of the ultra-rich who has signed Bill Gates and Warren Buffett's giving pledge to donate half of his fortune. One of Musk's first reaction to the news after checking, checkly, tweeting, we'll work, we'll, well, back to work, was the post of critical feedback is always super appreciated. As always, donate money. They really make the difference. Way harder than what it seems. He was, of course, inundated with suggestions on how he could dispose of some of his wealth, including fu- um, funding schools, arranging monthly checks to all Americans living in poverty, and suggesting from uh, suggestions from the Twitter handle Sadis, who wrote, I am the prince in Kenya, and I have unprecedented, unprecedented diamonds. Send 100000 for the re- <laughs> for the refinement. And you should get paid, repaid 45% profit. I cannot run with the money. I tweet here every day. Sounds legit, right? I mean, because I'm sure you don't get enough emails that say certain similar stuff to that. Of course, like all billionaires, he'll use most of his money to fund a future divorce. Did I just say that? That's terrible. Why would you say that? Uh, yes, you're right. Uh, the press reported that he was cash poor just a year ago. Think about that. A year ago, he was cash poor. Cash poor. You know, you hear people say all the time that things can change overnight, and you kind of sit back and go, well, is that really true, or is it really just a lot of crap? I really believe that things can change overnight. We stream so crisp that you can feel the sarcasm in our ear holes. Radio Big. Okay, so let's continue talking, that's for sure. Bull detector researchers say that they have invented a form of artificial intelligence that's able to distinguish true conspiracies from conspiracy theories. Oh, this is going to get us all kinds of trouble. The culture analyst group at the University of California has developed an automated approach to determining then when conversations on social media reflect the telltale signs of conspiracy theories, theorizing. Oh, they say that the machine learning systems are able to separate the two graphing the elements and connections of an online narrative or a string of online postings. The scientific group says that they have been able to use this successful study conspiracy theories involving the COVID-19 pandemic, anti-vaccination movement, and they are currently using the methods to study QAnon. They say the tool could could form a basis of an early warning system to alert authorities to online narratives that pose a threat to the real world. Where was this last week? Maybe that should be the first question. And which will which will will be great until Putin shuts it down. <laughs> and I'll believe when I see it. You know what I think of when I hear this? I mean, and I'm, and I'm being legit as I say this. Minority Report. Do you remember that old Steven Spielberg, Tom Cruise movie where the people got arrested before they did anything? Yeah, that movie. Sounds a lot, uh, sounds a little, a little bit like that. Are we going to get some precogs out there? Because that's going to be the next portion that I'm going to be wondering. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, Not that I'm into precogs or anything. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, homework out. A recent study has found that you'll live longer if you can manage just 11 minutes of movement a day. And yes, between Zoom meetings, Netflix binges, and closed gyms, the pandemic has definitely created some challenges when it comes to exercising you've heard about those studies showing the health risks of prolonged sitting now scientists at the norwegian school of sports medicine have found that their study participants who exercise 35 minutes per day saw the biggest statistical difference on lifespan but just 11 minutes of moderate exercise equivalent to a brisk walk still had a noticeable 
positive impact in both time frames were positively impactful. Regardless of the amount of sitting, they said the previous study showing that the need to move 60 to 75 minutes of exercise per day on longevity benefits were flawed because they used participants' self-reported data. Self-reporting, I'd also like to report that um, this bacon cheeseburger tastes really good. So I will tell you, not a sponsor of the show, so let's make sure that we're clear, and I talk about this, and we bring this up, but that new Apple One format, which actually has the Apple Fitness in it, it's pretty cool. They have workouts as low as 10 minutes all the way up to like an hour, I think. Was it an hour or was it 30 minutes? I don't know. So anyway, so, so they have some cool workouts there. If you're starting off, pretty cool to use. Just saying, I try to use it every day since I've actually acquired the thing. Or let me rephrase that. Every day since I decided that I wanted to do something about with it. Um, but pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff. Interacts pretty well with the Apple Watch if you're kind of into that stuff. If you're not then this is definitely nerd speech and get out of it and don't worry about anything I just said. Anyways, did you know a huge nudist festival is set to go ahead despite concerns surrounding the coronavirus pandemic? For the past five years, more than 8,000 nude revealers have get, been gathering the first weekend in February at Zipolite, Zipolite, a, a southern coast of Mexico. The festival, El Festival de Nudistas Cipolita. <laughs> on the country's only legal nude beach, despite the country having record uh, recorded more than 1.4 million cases of the deadly disease with over 130,000 COVID-related deaths in the past year, the hotly anticipated event is expected to go on ahead as planned. Town officials have agreed that the festival can proceed as long as the, as the country's protocols are met. Just wondering, do nudists wear masks? I'm just asking the question. So I'm going to tell you, if you're into the world of the weird, this might be the best opportunity for you to look for, you know, a health and safety job at a nude beach. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves only on Safety FM. Okay, so just get, let's kind of go in through the swamp, and we're just going to go through the swamp, and we're going to do this quick. Colin Powell is no longer a Republican. For those not paying attention, the former Bush 43 White House official publicly supported Barack Obama twice and Hillary Clinton, so he is officially... The announcement is overdue, but he did make the announcement that that was what he was doing. Let's continue today. The House representatives expected to introduce articles of impeachment for President Trump. Supporters say that supporters of the move say that even though just days remaining in his term, impeachment and removal from the official from the office would mean that he could never hold office again. A vote could be as soon as tomorrow. Insiders said that even if the House votes fast, they don't expect it to be taken to the Senate until. After Joe Biden's first 100 days, so that that way it could have the chance to govern and not be bogged down in the political games. A shift in the standard Democratic have been held in the office since 2017. Uh, let's see. I didn't know Colin Powell was a Republican to begin with. Well, Jim, that's that's a very good point. That's a very good point. Yeah, he did serve under Bush 43 at one, at one point. Let's continue. Four years. Uh, oh, my God. Of literal model has lived in the White House, but never got a cover of a magazine. Now the country's first female vice president is gracing the cover of Vogue, but even her most ardent supporters aren't thrilled. Two versions of the cover circulated over the weekend. One shows Kamala Harris in a jacket, slack, and sneakers with a descriptor by... The- by the people, for the people, the United States of fashion. Detractors of the Twitter quickly implied that it was a sex, a sexist to equate female veep with fashion. Word also buzzed that the image wasn't being used, that members of Team Kamala had agreed with the magazine to use the artwork, the artwork that was on the digital version only. And now shows Harris in a blue pantsuit without the fashion slug. So there you go. That's what's going on inside of portions of the swamp. A lot of stuff here. Let me try one more, and then we're going to get out of here. On the heels of the news of Facebook and Instagram would no longer let President Trump post their pla- on their platform, Twitter has also suspended his account. Late Sunday, credit card proceeding company Stripe said 
that it would no longer allow Trump political campaigns to process online contributions. Twitter said that his words could be interpreted as stroking violence and riots. So also the account was permanently being suspended on Friday evening. Other sites like uh, Pinterest also banned Trump so much that getting insights into the mood board of for Mar-a-Lago renovations. Undeterred, Trump moved to the POTUS account on Twitter, which automatically handed over between the administrations and the official account for the office of the president. Lost in all of the Trump statements, he agreed that orderly transition on January the 20th, that while the while he represents the end of the greatest first term in presidential history, it's only the beginning of how to make America great again. Also out, Trump ally Rush Limbaugh deleted his Twitter account over the weekend at the first observers assumed the acts of honchos at Twitter, but Limbaugh nixed the solidarity with the president. Meanwhile, Parler is unable is unavailable on Google Play and Apple stores where it had rocketed to become the most downloaded app, the self-described alternative to Twitter finance by conservatives personalities delisted from the sites over the weekend while Amazon announced plans to kick it out over its servers within 24 hours. They also, it's because the platform is being used to incite violence. And the other portion, even he got kicked off of Shopify. And I'm not doing promotion for anything here, but I'm just going to reference this. Over the weekend, there was some announcement that they're co- that the Trump family is coming up with their own version of social media. And I believe that they were saying that it's called freedom. Just giving you the info. Anyways, let's talk about the box office and what were the top five movies in the box office. At number five, Fatal, $670,000. At number four, Monster Hunter, $1.1 million. News of the World at $1.2 million. The Crudes, A New Age at $1.8 million. And Wonder Woman, 1984 at $3 million over the weekend. So there you go. Some interesting stuff going on there for sure. Anyways, I don't know if you were able to take a listen over the weekend, but if you didn't, I would love for you to go out now and take a listen let me get this over here real quick i had the privilege of being on the pre-accident investigation podcast over the weekend having a great discussion with my friend and fellow colleague todd conklin as we discuss some things that are going on inside of the industry talking about safety communication if you get a chance please take a listen to the show i think you might enjoy it on what actually we actually had to discuss during the show itself so that actually occurred on the pre-accident investigation that came out on saturday so take a listen there if you so desire to do so also i'd like to tell you about this class that's coming up January the 20th at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, we will be doing the Hop 101 class for beginners. It is the reconfigured version, so that way you can take a listen to what is going on inside of the world of Hop if you're trying to start that journey. So you can go to safetyfm.io for more information. I love that the screen's been going crazy all day today. That's been kind of fun. Anyways, let's go through some other stuff real quick. If you want to come and hang out and do some other things, I will be going to RadioBig.fm at the top of the hour, currently 55 minutes past the hour, five minutes towards the top. So if you want to come and hang out, do some other things, I will have some other announcements over there for you to take a listen to what is going on as we are doing this very, 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 very quick version of the Rated R Safety Show this morning. Anyways, are you at the Hop 2021 Summit this week starting tomorrow? Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a virtual conference uh, tomorrow, Wednesday, and Thursday. I am actually there. If you want to come and hang out and do some stuff, let me know. You can hit me up inside of the WOVA app for the Hop 2021 Summit. Your still tickets are still available if you're interested in coming out and hanging out and doing all kinds of fun stuff there. Uh, conference about human and organizational performance, if you're interested in doing so. Anyway, so if you need a random joke for today, Sundays are always a little sad, but the day before the Saturday. You get it? You get it? Okay. What is the dumbest thing you have ever done that <laughs> you've ever said to a cop? That's a good phone starter for today. If you need something for the water cooler, try this one. The average woman regrets, begins to regret this in about 70 minutes. What is it? Not that. Wearing high heels. Wearing high heels. That's what I was talking about. Anyways, if you're struggling currently about thoughts of suicide or going through depression, there's a phone number that you can call. They can talk you talk to you. They can help you prevent suicide. This is the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. 
The Lifeline provides 24-7 free and confidential support for people in distress, prevention of crisis resources for you and your loved ones. So there you go. And they also have the best practices for professionals. If you want to give them a call, it's 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-TALK or 1-800-273-8255. I have to tell you, the time flew by today as you and I got to hang out. That is kind of interesting. Um, I hate when it feels short like this. That's for sure. That's not the case. You don't have to say love you mean it bye there, my friend, Mr. Mr. Primus. You can come hang out on RadioBig.fm with us if you'd like. We will be going on to the 8 o'clock hour Eastern time to that. So at the top of the hour here, we'll be jumping over to Radio Big exclusively. Now, don't get me wrong. We are currently broadcasting on SafetyFM.com, SafetyFM.live, SafetyFM.tv, across the multiverse of stuff. We will also be found later on today on SafetyFM+. If you so desire to do so, but we will be going to Radio Big here dot FM in the next few moments. Anyways, if I can leave you with a thought for today, think about this. You can find a million reasons to stay angry at the world and you can find a million reasons to be happy. Choose wisely. You have to. You're a safety pro. That's what we have to do today. Anyways, thank you for always being the best part of Safety FM and Radio Big. And that is the listener. Safety FM is the home of real safety talk. Ha. You know what I mean there. Anyways, a lot of stuff going on. I got some other stuff that I want to tell you about what's going on on Radio Big. So if you do get a chance, come hang out with us and we will go from there. Anyways, I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. Duh. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.